Hey everyone, Mario Barecki here, and I am known as the Conversation Guy. I'm also the founder of MediaMar, and at MediaMar, we help thought leaders craft and distribute conversations that convert. I believe everything starts with a conversation. I believe conversations are the most powerful way to create connections, to create relationships, and to create opportunities with each other. So everything has a basis in conversation. And on this podcast that you're about to listen to, I'm going to have 10-minute conversations with thought leaders to do just that, create relationships, create opportunity, but more importantly, to convey value, value from them and their perspective and how they operate on a daily basis, and to really tell a story that can bring some value and positivity, tips, tricks, ideas, what have you, to your life to make it better. So sit back, relax, buckle in. It's going to be a wild ride. I know those things don't quite go together. Sit back, relax, and buckle in. But it's going to be a lot of fun, and we're going to get the conversation started right now. And as always, don't forget, if you like what you hear, please rate and review our podcast. It is my honor and privilege to bring back onto the line Emily Burnath. She is the author of the book Broken Lenses, and she has a passion for reaching out to women and guiding them to living out an identity rooted in truth. After being a rape survivor, she found her life quickly turn away from having everything she thought she wanted and toward feelings of both hopelessness and worthlessness. It was during that time and being open about her experience that it became apparent to her just how many other people experience those same feelings and so easily allow things that aren't true about them to define them. Her passion for wanting to take her outreach to women to the next level drove her toward writing the book Broken Lenses, and she began to identify some of the most popular lies she saw and heard and heard from people believing about themselves. From her past experiences, she was able to find new life for herself in living her life for God, For that reason, she uses the Bible as the source of this book to provide truth for people to turn to during any time they may be seeing themselves falling into the traps of any of these lies. Again, you can find more about her at emilyburnathauthor.com. That's her website, and grab a copy of her book while you're there, titled Broken Lenses. Emily, welcome back. Thank you. We had a fun conversation yesterday. We talked a little bit about your past, a little bit about the book. One thing people may not know about you is you are a barista. (laughs) Yeah. Where did that come from? Is it a Uh, chemistry thing? Because coffee and chemistry are very similar. It is. No, I just like coffee a lot. It's uh, So when I was writing Broken Lenses, I had to force myself out of my house to go write. You know, kind of continuing on in that conversation of how much I love writing, right? <laughs> I knew that if I stayed at my house, I would never write my book. And so I forced myself out of the house and into coffee shops. Um, and yes, I do love coffee a lot. So, so. It's, it's one thing to go to coffee shops and to drink coffee because I love that too. But it's quite another to actually take on the craft of being a barista and actually making the coffee. Where did uh, that Where did that come from? practice makes perfect <laughs> really yeah. did you yeah. always like make your own coffee or is it something that you're no. like cool i want to go learn how to do this that's pretty recent yeah within the last year or two what's your favorite coffee to make um i mean latte art is the most fun do you so. do the art you like put the flowers and stuff on the top absolutely yeah that's awesome. You know, there's something about a really good coffee, and I think a lot of people don't really understand what a really well-made latte is like. Like when you have that that crisp texture on the top, and that you know it's brilliantly made, and it has that just delicious, rich flavor. I, I love it. 
Likewise. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I don't want to take off the topic. Let's talk. We ended yesterday's episode talking or the last episode talking a little bit about where kind of science and religion intersect, which is a super interesting topic to me because a lot of people think that science and religion are enemies, but you say that they're not. So tell us a little bit about the relationship you have between science in your life, being someone who is a chemistry major and religion, which drives a lot in your life and is a big topic where your book, a big place where your book came from, Broken Lenses. Yeah. I mean, honestly, a lot of Broken Lenses is written in the context of like the scientific method. You know, you have this hypothesis, you test it. What does it mean? You know, what are the results? Um, So it's really written as like, okay, this is true. Like what is like chapter one is I am interesting. All right. So each or each lesson in that chapter takes on a different definition of what it means to be interesting. Right. So like, one of the lessons, the last lesson in the chapter is about boredom. You know, I can't. So it's funny. I am interesting actually wasn't in the original like plan of writing broken lenses until I just kept observing how many people think that they are truly boring people. (laughs) It drove me insane. I was like, really? No, because, you know, the Bible tells me that we're made in God's image, that we have a specific purpose that is, you know, unique to any other purpose of any person on this planet. And that doesn't sound very boring to me. (laughs) Right. So, you know, if this is true, what does the Bible have to say about, you know, me being an interesting person and what is the freedom that's found from that? You know, for me, it's, I know I am Emily. God made me to do this. This is my message. It's nobody else's place to tell my message. And that is so freeing when you like truly own that and realize it. Um, for me, that's a big heart behind the message of the book is John eight thirty two is that when we know the truth, the truth will set us free, right? So, um, so yeah. What do you think makes people believe that they're boring? <laughs> Did you hear that a lot, right? When you talk to someone, you're like, well, what do you do? Oh, I live a boring life. Oh, I'm boring. It's all boring. Like, what makes them think that? Because we're all unique. Like you said, we all do interesting things and have, and that's, you know, when a, when you have a podcast, right? Like I do, and I talk to a lot of different people, you really get to see the differences and what people do in their everyday lives and those conversations. I find it fascinating. I think every single person is fascinating and they have very interesting things that they do, that they participate in, that they enjoy. And it's fun for me to investigate what those things are and get to know people better as a whole based on all of our individualities. But why do you think as a whole people just believe they're so boring? Is it because they live with themselves all day long and they experience the same reality very often? Or why do you think that is? That might be part of it. You know, I think another part of it is really just the society we live in. And, you know, there are these certain, you know, either occupations or lifestyles or whatever that just seem more glamorous or whatever than others. And if we don't do those, then, you know, we're not as cool as they are. We're not, you know, they're more interesting than us, whatever that means, right? (laughs) Um, But really, and this is, Um, another one of the analogies I talk about in a later chapter, but it's like, we all serve a different part of the body of Christ. And if we're not operating in the part of the body that we're designed to be, then um, the whole body suffers really. And that's, 
you know, I guess another analogy where science and and God come in where I, I feel they speak similar languages. It's right. So I think the lesson, um, the title, the one I'm talking about is insufficiency or sufficiency and just our view of what it means to be sufficient. Um, and really it's like, think about it. You know, if a hand thinks that its purpose is to walk, then it's going to feel insufficient everywhere it goes. Right. Um, but the reality is it's a hand. It serves a purpose. I wouldn't be able to do a lot of my writing without it. And that's pretty important, <laughs> right? So um, really, I think it's more, you know, we're talking 10-minute mindset here. It's really the mindset of like, what, what am I expecting of myself versus, you know, what I, what I think society is supposed to expect of me? I don't know. Like, if they don't think I'm interesting, most of the time, I don't really care, honestly. <laughs> like... But so many other people do. And I just, I'm like, why? They're not you. <laughs> I, to me, it seems like a lot of people think that other people are interesting. They just don't think themselves to be interesting. Exactly. And that's yeah. like, where does that come from? Why, if everyone else is interesting, wouldn't that by default make you interesting? Exactly. See, you agree. Yes. I, do. I, I do 110%. <laughs> I just think people don't take into consideration that their life is unique because, you know, it's that same thing. We're so close. We're so in our own story that we don't see, you know, the differences because we, we're, we're used to it, right? And familiarity is, is one of those things where once you get familiar with it, you just, you take, you take, almost take it for granted. And it almost becomes boring, even though you're living a unique life that no one's ever lived and have experiences and ways of interpreting those experiences that nobody else has ever, you know, experienced. But we do it all the time. So it's just boring. But I think that yeah. does an injustice because then the way we approach everything else, it, it just doesn't make life as new and as exciting as it really is, because every day we're alive is really it should be exciting. It's, it's, you know, it's an experience. It's new. It's different. It's, and it's really a privilege. Yeah. And I like that you said that too, because I, um, one of the things I also like to do in my writing is to also call out, you know, the things that the enemy would like us to believe are true as well. Um, because, you know, when you bring light into the darkness, the darkness has no power over it. And that's John wrote that. I don't, chapter eight, maybe. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> it's in John somewhere. But anyways, um, when we can call the enemy out on his schemes, um, they have no power us, over us anymore. And and one of the things he loves to do is to tell us that you know, what we're doing doesn't matter. And, you know, it's just, a, you know, another mundane day. And that exactly what you're saying, like all that speak is exactly what Satan wants us to believe. And when we do, it slows us down and it keeps us from pursuing what God has for us ultimately. Um, yeah, it doesn't let us be our unique selves that we really are. Because, you know, I something I talk about on this show all the time is that, you know, we all have a unique purpose. We all have unique things that we're going to, and it's up to us to figure out what that is and then, you know, hone that. Just because it's something that is unique to us and it's something that we're we're good at doesn't mean we are the that we're at the level that we could be with it it still takes like for instance elvis right he he music was his thing he figured that out or shakespeare writing was his thing but they still had to hone that craft and practice it to get to the level of elvis or get to the level of shakespeare and if they would have said all oh, my life's boring who needs another writer who needs another musician the world would be a far less interesting place would you agree Agree. Yes. 
So also, yeah, I got, I got the reference here. It's John one five. It says okay. the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. So that is the type of power we have when we live in, in the spirit and who God has made us to be, which is pretty powerful. So, you know, I just encourage everyone to explore that for themselves. Like what is the light that God has made you to be and how can you live in that power to shine it in, in the dark places? It's, and if life seems to be boring or you seem you think you're uninteresting now, then you just probably haven't found or pursued that thing. And when yeah. you do, life becomes a whole lot of fun. It should be fun either way, but you know, that yeah. helps. True. <laughs> well, Emily, thank you so much for being here the last couple of episodes. We've had so much I've had a blast talking with you, learning more about your book, Broken Lenses, where people can pick up at emilyburnathauthor.com. That's your website. So they can go there and check that out. Thank you for everything. Uh, I love what you're doing. I love your message and really taking, you know, your own experiences and using them to serve the greater good and help people in a positive way. So thank you for that as well. And I look forward to speaking with you again real soon. Yeah, thank you. Hey everyone, I want to sincerely thank you for listening to the podcast. It really means a lot to me. Conversations are what I thrive on. It's something that I believe is so important for each and every one of us to have conversations that matter, to have conversations that connect us, to create relationships with each other. So the conversation that I have with the guests that are on the show, the conversations that the guests and I create to have with you are equally important and a great way for you to have conversations with us is to rate and review the podcast. So if you could go to Apple Podcasts, go to wherever you listen to your podcasts and rate and review this, it is much appreciated. And you can always find us at MediaMario.com. If you go to MediaMario.com, you can find all the things there. If you want to connect with the guests that I had on today or guests that I've had on the show in the past, you can go to MediaMario.com and get their information. If you want to connect with me and have a conversation with me, I welcome that. All my social links everywhere that you can find me all over the web is at MediaMario.com. So go there, visit us, connect with us. I'd love to have conversations with you. I hope you found value in today's show, and I can't wait to bring you the next conversation on the next episode of The Conversation Guy. Until then, have a wonderful day, and we'll talk to you real soon.